Tata Music Review Podcast. Chacha Music Review Podcast. Chacha Music Review Podcast. Again. This is Chacha Music Review Podcast. Chacha Music Review Podcast. Chacha Music Review Podcast. Chacha Music Review Podcast. Baby, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and my amazing members of the Chacha Nation, it is me, a feast over, aka your musical plug creator of the energy force and i'm back i see if i never left with another episode of the cha-cha let's talk music series on the cha-cha music review podcast and i have you know a friend and a brother in the building yes i mean normally i'll allow you know my guests to introduce themselves but like i said he's no more a guest he's a brother i mean he's not just a brother he's also a star and he has been on the podcast maybe i think about twice and he's making another return ladies and gentlemen please give it up for the guy that is always shaking the table <laughs> everywhere he goes. Adura. Okay. Um, you know, they say that the top time is the child. So I guess <laughs> I guess I'm here to charm your audience away. Definitely, y'all, definitely. Y'all, y'all gotta check out my podcast. Definitely. But anyways, hi, my name is Abela Adura Gimi, and I'm glad to be here once again talking about music and whatnot. As I consider myself a music enthusiast. And we have an amazing content lined up for you today. Uh, you know, yeah, before we go into the whole, uh, you know, podcast that the conversation will be having, because, I mean, the conversation we'll be having is a very interesting conversation. One thing I like about the conversation me and you we're always having is it kicks off from just a random conversation. I mean, spirals into something that you get, you get, you get, but then again, you know, let's talk about, uh, cause, um, I know you are currently serving Nigeria and or is Nigeria, or is Nigeria that is serving. <laughs> let's not, let's not do that, please. <laughs> because most of us, uh, you know, to serve my nation is not by force, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, um, you know, uh, I recently just started um, serving, and um, it's a bittersweet relationship because um, certain things happen, certain things doesn't happen. Uh, you know, I mean, that's three case entering, so there's that too. <laughs> so, like I said, it's a bittersweet experience. Nonetheless, I'm optimistic because, like, like I said, I'm just starting. I'm, to be, I'm optimistic to seeing how it all unfolds in the not so distant future. All right, let's talk about you know. Um, a experience that is no bittersweet that is just going to be sweet 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 mm. and that is the conversation you know we'll be having so a couple of um weeks ago you know you put out um a post on your whatsapp status you know concerning some great music in nigeria and you mentioned uh you know street credibility and some other song and we had this you know back and forth argument that oh i feel like this song is more better than this song and that song and i felt you know what in the midst of those conversations you know it just came to my head like okay what if i mean now you can say Nigerian music industry has grown and it's very, very big. I mean, you have Nigerians getting nominated for Grammy and even Nigerians, you know, winning Grammys. And this is not going to be the first time that, you know, Nigerian artists will be nominated for Grammys. I mean, the likes of Sonia has been nominated in the past. The likes of um, Femi Kuti has also been nominated in the past, you know. But to see an actual Nigerian to actually win it, it's something that is great. So it got me thinking and I said, okay, you know what, let's, Adora, let us talk about this. Which songs... You know, in the past, do you feel will have probably won a Grammy if you know it was released in this current musical uh you know space that we have right now? And I know, yes, the only category that is um you know that a Nigerian or an African can win for now is the um world uh music category, right? Okay. So and that was what Bonaboy won. So if you are going to look at that category, because that's the only category that is left, it means that 
what we are actually going to be looking at now is not just singles it's going to be albums but then again it's the single you know that will make the album to get you know um nominated most times what they do is they submit a single off the album and they you know submit the album together so let me start from you right what single or what album do you think would have i don't want to use the word easily you know because for you to get nominated for the grammy it has to be like a process so the process is that um the recording the members of the recording academy which is what they call the grammy members you know they either submit a nomination like okay so i feel like this song should be nominated that song should be nominated or record labels also submit and say oh this our artist this album is bam let us submit this for consideration that's the word they use so they submit uh you know the single or the album for consideration then the recording at them they take a vote and say okay we've considered this this song should get nominated then when it get nominated then the voting process to win uh you know the grammy will now begin so for you which songs give or take last 10 15 20 years do you think would have been nominated let's start from nomination itself will have been nominated for the grammy before we go to whether they will win the grammy or not all right um i think i need to put it out there that um it's all of these things that i'm going to be saying or we're going to be saying it's going to be a personal bias definitely right? i mean it's not as if it is fact in any yeah, places yeah, yeah yeah so um first things off, off of the list is um street credibility like you said earlier one of the reasons is that um again i grew up listening to um nice i i, I think that if we are to if you are to give me okay say adora build a playlist for nice some of nicest songs i will put street credibility i'll put the tradition i'll put um science songs and you know f- at the time nice told us that i was going to get the grammy and i'm, I'm not even going to go back to that conversation <laughs> yet because i'm not trying to clown anybody but i'm just saying that the, you listen to street credibility and it, it gives you like there's there's content in the song there is um the element of this african nature there is this this, this connection to our roots because obviously africa is known to connection to their roots whether it's our fashion whether it's we all know where we are like originated from and this song tells you a, a story of how you know you, you are starting from the ground to the top and you are still aiming for higher and i feel like yeah man street credibility is going to be one very important song that on a personal level i've loved it since i don't know when I, this song came out when i was in primary school or something and i still love it it's been almost over a decade now and i still enjoy it. that is on my personal side of things um another song that i know that ah, okay okay my homies should win grammy it's not that, it's not, it's not that I even be nominated should win is african queen <laughs> why because why because um i think that um and this is again all my personal opinion I think that one of the reasons why Burner Boy was able to win the Grammy is he broke out from being a Nigerian artist to being an African artist. And he started to embody Africa. That's when he brought Naughty by Nature. People that have been nominated for, um, you know, the Grammys, the Grammys before. I, I have yeah. I've done this, what's it called? I've done this breakdown on one of my episodes that I did. How Burner Boy won the Grammy. You can check it out at one point. Um, yeah, man. He brought, he, he sang in the genre of and, and Angelic Kids Joe. The, al- the, the album before, uh, what's it called? Um, store, that was stores. um african giant, african giant he yeah. used one song to target the grammy which was the song that i did with damian marley yeah. and um, angel angel kitchen that was a different story or something yeah i believe so and he saw that he did not win he was devastated and instead of using one song he used the entire project and he targeted targeted and obviously we know that the influence of Didi did that as well Definitely. but at the same time 
Look at how Burner Boy he, he was versatile with his music. He had his content game. He brought he brought on a lot of other artists. He brought a couple of other people that I know that they they have this national or this more international influence. And obviously, Mars was still telling us that it was still Nigerian because he was still putting on. He brought on Bebo, the one that was like a street jam. Mm-hmm. He brought Bank on. Like everything was so orchestrated. So the reason why, why I feel like African Queen would win, not just be nominated, is it is embodying Africa. The song is not just for a Nigerian like. You would see that, and if you notice, American movies these days are putting Nigerian songs. I mean, we had um, Netflix, um, the other, the four, they had a fella song on one of the major scenes. And the, the, the song just brought life to the entire scene, right? So I feel like Nigerians are doing so much on a global scale now. And um, as much as we were not on the map before, these boys, with David Burner, and some other, you know, past people have put Nigeria on the map in a way that. They're now seeing us as a force to be reckoned with. I mean, look at CK. Maz, I, I, I feel like I don't need to go into this conversation because, I mean, CK, right? Yeah. But those two songs, I feel like um, Street Agility and African Queen would most likely be gunning for the Grammys. Okay, so let me, you know, start from African Queen, yeah? I mean, like you rightly said, African Queen is not a matter of whether it's again nominated. It's not even a matter of whether it will win. It's a matter of it would win. Because the impact of African Queen, African Queen came at a time where, you know, you could say the the, the the breakout of Two-Face as a solo artist into the Nigerian music industry was more like a change. It's change. If you are looking at the history of Nigerian music and you are trying to look at those that at a particular point in time, what they did change the entire or change more than half of the entire industry, Two-Face is one artist you definitely mention. And, you know, African Queen is that song because African Queen opened a lot of doors for other African artists and a lot of doors for Two-Face. I mean, if you look at Two-Face cabinet right about now, I think the only award that African Queen did not win was Grammy. Really? Yeah. I mean, the African Queen won almost every single... It was the first person in Nigeria or I think in in Nigeria, I'm certain. I can't say outside Africa, but in Nigeria, I'm certain, was the first person that won the MTV Europe music award not even the mamas now that they started organizing from africa mm-hmm. the mtv was the first person that won it then after him the band went on to pick up uh the next one so like you rightly said and again look at the content of the song the content of the song is just so you know beautiful appreciating the african beauty which is closer to what um what's his name um beyonce it and brown skin oh, girl yeah, yeah, that, you know that's... they had they had you know that similar element but this is coming from an African artist. This is coming from an Indian artist, and he painted the picture very well. So, of course, there's no doubt. I mean, for me, if there's any song that wants to do anything as much as Nigeria is concerned, African Queen was like the fastest, uh, you know, reference point that you can also point to. Yeah. So, yeah, and that would now mean that the album itself, which is titled Face to Face, will also, you know, be nominated, you know, for the um, what album category? I, I want, I want to say that. See, Face to Face might not win the Grammy. The entire body of our work because 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 <laughs> yeah. two-face was telling us his ground story as a nigerian and there will not be so much resonation hey, on no, a global scale the thing is the thing is okay so that category right you have to have for that your album to be nominated it has to contain at least 75 percent of non you know european and western influences 
But there was no there was no influence at that's all what in I'm the project. That's what I'm saying. It does not contain European and Western, you know, elements so in the album. What about the five percent? Yeah, I know they said seventy five. <laughs> that's what they said. They said seventy five. And again, you know, we, let's let, let's be realistic. There are some albums, you know, you hear, you can definitely tell like, okay, this song on this album is the Grammy is the Grammy song. The song had so much magnitude that it gave the, it just amplified whatever is on the so album. Another song that I know would um would do so well. On the Grammy nomination, it wasn't too long ago, but I guess Nigeria wasn't um on the, on the map like using the statement that I used before, and it is the Brimos Ara. Hmm. Now, Arambe. Now, I I don't want to go into the act which is Brimo because this podcast cannot contain it. It, it won't. If, it if, won't. If, if we start to it mention <laughs> genius, let's let's just leave that Brimo. and let's stick to Ara. But <laughs> looking at Ara, this song like it's still a club banger it has it has the 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 it has the content in it it has like there's no way like it has this uplifting spirit now that's just the song in itself do you do you know that video that video too was just the, the simple simple work of art and in itself it was crazy i feel like if chuck city at the time was you know was going to look past its internal dispute that everybody was doing that time i feel like the project uh, brimo's project that's yeah, son, of, son a carpenter, of a carpenter would have been it, as we had good morning we had um i mean brimo's breakout act was till this very moment brimo is still doing stuff but i like how his his, his audience has become sort of niched on like the way he was trying to sing to everybody everybody yeah. and uh man i i feel like that that project too would, would bang man on i mean Grammy for level. for those that really appreciate now I'm, i don't want to say for those that understand because it's look as if maybe i'm trying short at people but let me use the word for those that appreciate what good music and classes make is eat there is no way you listen to Son of Carpenter by Brimo and you say it's not a classic album. And talking about Brimo, your you know, Measuring Ara also made me remember a song that I feel, yes, I mean, the global impact of that song for, what's his name, for the artist in particular, was so huge. I'm talking about Oleku by Ice Prince mm, and yeah, Brimo. Yeah. And now that's, that's another song. And that song was also contained in the um, album, Everybody Love um, Ice Prince, that is L. And that's another song that is also like, you know, a very, very phenomenal song that, you know, took over everywhere. But, um, Adura, I feel like this, our conversation is going to be so, so incomplete if we don't, you know, mention an artist that, you know, in terms of impact and in terms of, you know, influence, they like, they dominated the whole of Africa for a very very long time before they kind of fell back you know and split it up i'm yeah. talking about p square just the words out of my mouth because um at one point p square was doing they were they were doing international numbers i mean they were that doing was when they had they, had, they brought on recross they brought on um acorn and i feel like if they had continued this show or the role if they had continued the streak grammy would have been so close in my so opinion close. yeah in my yeah. opinion because the song we recrossed in itself was beautiful they had akon although we knew that akon was national market at the time everybody was it wasn't just about the features the songs were were amazing they had the music video on a year it was it was man i mean i, I don't know bro but i just feel like peace Square would have done especially the i think if yeah if would have done something mm-hmm. um 
they had a beautiful musical lineup. But yeah, they were back, and it, I don't know if you saw the tweet that uh, they said that they were going to shut down O2 right after David did. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to seeing a couple of um, wonders that they want to perform. So yeah, let's 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 just watch this. But space, let right? us let us let us digress a little. I'll talk about what you just said right now. Do you feel like at this point, do you feel like they still have that without you know any new single as P Square, right? Do you think they still have that crowd or that momentum or that power, that star power to say, okay, you know what, the whole P Square is going to do a show based on our whole classic in the O2 Arena and we are going to sell out. Now, the reason I'm saying so is this is because we know how music evolves, right? Yeah. So those of us that probably like majority of that probably grew up to listening to, uh, you know, P Square are not probably the people that, you know, are doing the streamings right about now. You know, because streaming is more like for, you know, the, is it millennials or Gen Z or what they used to call it? (laughs) You understand? So do you feel, you know, this just try and keep it, you know, between a yes, no, or maybe answer. Do you feel like P-Square can actually sell out the O2 without any new music? Yes, no, maybe. Maybe. Okay, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's go back. Obviously, like rightly said, there is no way you look at the P-Square catalogs, you know, from um, Senorita, Mamacita, you know, to Get Squared, to With Your Busy Body, to Do Me. There's no way you look at P-Square catalog and you say, at one point in time, these people would have won a Grammy. I think I think what makes a successful show, uh, a successful auto, and uh, using WizKid as a case study, um, I mean, man sold out auto three times in a row in less than 30 minutes or less than an hour. Doing like I, there was a time that it, I think the first time was like eight minutes, second time was like two minutes. But I don't want to go into that math right now. What I do want to go into is the fact that he was able to do that three days in a row. And what makes a good show is if you have a wide range of, of catalog. Like Definitely. you could, we could, we could sing whiskey song from All At Your Boy to Essence. And the the whole night will not still be enough to sing all of that songs. Definitely. Now bringing it back to P Square. P Square. They have they have it. They have all of those songs. Oh, and I, I'm thinking as a social media strategy is because it's what I do. Uh, what they could do is channel you know certain adverts, try to rejuvenate people's nostalgic interest, and say, "Yo, do you remember this and all of that?" And they get into people's ears. They bring out a single, and it's like, and it's not bad. And they try to push for it, and this is what this is just all in my head. This is all hypothetic. It might work, it might not work. That's why I said it may be. So yeah, man, it's, it's possible. And another song that I know that um, if 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 what it was uh, what is it called? If it was released in released the century, at the time would have banged. Um, would have been um, whiskey, of course. The one with um, Femi Kuti, Jai Jai. Mm. Jai Jai and Uju Elegba. Mm. Now, mm. I get it. I get it that. I get it that. Okay, Wiz, Wiz actually has won a Grammy. Da, 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 da. But, but I yeah. don't know if you know the impact of Uju Elegba. Uju Elegba, yeah. And, I mean, and that Jai Jai song, Uju Elegba did numbers. Still today, the musical video of Uju Elegba has a connection to almost every Nigerian. That was, his, that was his first song with Drake. Yeah, they did the remix with Drake and um, this um, UK rapper, I've forgotten his name right about now, uh, Skepta. Yes. Ojo Legba and Omo Jai Jai, um, that's yeah, Jai Jai would do so much. Would probably the the album Ayo because we had we had Mommy, is it, is it Mommy? The Joy, yeah, Joy. Joy was 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 on the project. Like it was it was an amazing project, and I feel like if we are to start to submit older songs mm-hmm. to Grammy, that song would undoubtedly should undoubtedly be part of the 
winners. All right, that song should undoubtedly be part of the winners. I mean, like you rightly said, there's no doubt whiskey don't win Grammy again. So some of you might be looking at what are we looking for? But these are just conversation about old songs. And and I don't know this this particular song that I feel like should be on the Grammy, but I don't know, man. I don't know what happened. It was the song that Nice did with um, Rugged Man. Um, mm. um, this song. Rugged Baba. Yeah, Omo Bale. How many two? Do you know why? Do you know why I don't want to go into that? Because if we're going to that, then it means we have to start. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, we can easily go into that because the the reason why I say we can easily go to that. I mean, we've spoken about Ice Springs, and definitely we know that Ice Springs is more like a rapper. And if you look at all the songs that majority of the songs that has been nominated for Grammys, especially coming from Nigeria, there's been no rap projects, you know, on that place. But let's just leave that and yes we've mentioned ice prince you know oliku rogedi baba song is also a song i mean that song was like ah man nice came through on that song rugged man came through that, us, that, that, that song. touch that touch of ibile that touch i of mean i mean african uh, origination originality yeah yeah speaking of originality phases of originality mm. Phases on on mm. because Kaki no was, be like that. Yeah, it was. It, 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 this, um, I don't know if you know this song. Poco di Poco, Poco di, di, with Kabasa. Kabasa produced that song. That yeah. song. It did brother love. Yeah, brother love. Letter to my brother. Yeah. So I feel like that project mm. could have mm. could have done something. Man, but you know because the, wait, listen, there's a part in that Poco di Poco that Phase took a particular. I don't know what they call it, musical riff, and it went on for like a minute. It, it kept going up. And up this this is to show you that these guys had musical inclination. They were not just singing for the vibes or for the lamba. We're not just hearing um Nifkis, no offense. I'm, I'm just saying that we're not <laughs> I should have said that, but we're not just hearing like a producer's buy and bang or a producer's tag or because when we know when we hear a particular like producer, we already know that this song is gonna be a banger, right? Be ba- yeah, so we, 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 we're not hearing any producer's tag, we're not hearing the vocal song or the vocality of a song, we're not hearing the content, and this was what was something now and the funny thing about that song you know you mentioning the producer tag or anything you know is the fact that if you didn't listen to the album that that song was actually in um the album is titled um independent now if you didn't listen to that song you might not understand that you will not even know not that you might not understand that kabasa actually produced i'm talking about id kabasa the greats you know oga produced that song and because there was a skit before that song that said that where he was singing the song and it was like oh yeah yeah you know the song came in and it was it was beautiful it was beautiful now let's try and you know wrap up this conversation because i feel like if we keep going we can probably mention the whole of the Nigerian song mm-hmm. without you know um one artist that i feel we did not mention and till date is still referred as even whiskey referred to him as Oganla, and I'm talking about the boy that went from Mushi to Mo Eats, then decided to. <laughs> we are talking about King Ko. I, I, really, I really don't want to talk about Waneko right now because, um, till this very moment, he's still regarded as one of the musical legends. Definitely. Boys, right? Definitely. Uh, did you see the magic he did on Alamide's um, Hate Me? Ah! That, 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 song, that, song, that song was hard. Bruh! It took genius to pull off. Michael Jackson, bro, on a street song, bro, and still flow, bro. So I don't, I don't want to even go into how one day, look, is, is so much deserving of this, bro. But I, I just, I, man, I, I, imagine times were different. Imagine we were all woke to the internet at a decade ago, like we are right now. Seriously, it would be a whole different. Ah, 
I mean, yeah, man. Also, also speaking of the Moids, the band is not too far behind. I mean, no, obviously, 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 it was the spearhead. down track. It was the would ah. win the Grammy because I mean, the video was bam. For for a video at the time, the endowed track would do something. Bonner boys, um, this particular song that he did it, um, the band. Uh, uh, one damn, one damn. you? You are one damn. Bro, for me, the boundary top of the world should win the freaking Grammy. For me, you see that song with um Bonner Boy. That's um one damn. Till date, that song remains one of my personal favorite collaboration. We are talking about a the band collaboration, like the band, the band. I know that was the period where he was no more with Don Jazzy, and it seems like his music career was struggling. Line, my favorite line. Of the band on that particular line was when it was doing it was it was forming it was making a tune that was going to other Bengali like it was making mm-hmm. um, Amy evidently Amy um, something Bini something so in my head I'm like where is the Bengali we're going to hear the Bengali <laughs> then the Bengali just came out like yeah that's it. banga 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 Bengali <laughs> man that was that was I mean it, it's been I remember going to secondary school when we we're not allowed to go with our phones with the Express Music and I was listening to this particular track somewhere in Agege. Because I grew up in Nike, and yeah, don't let all of these sweet boys fool you. <laughs> yeah. right? So when I get and I'm going to school and I'm listening to this song, I remember the turning. Like that's the beauty about music. You might not remember some things going on in your life, but one particular song takes you back to a one point in your life, and you re- and everything. Just, the whole I gush mean, of memory comes back. I'm like, refreshing is nostalgic, definitely. my G. So yeah, that's that's the word I'm looking for. The nostalgia feeling because. For every of the songs we've mentioned, you could tell from our voice that it was not a song we just mentioned and said, eh, mm. you could hear the excitement even talking about this song. Yeah, so man. You, you know that this song had the power. And and, you know. and while I mentioned it briefly that the Banji Stop of the World should win the Grammy, it should be reiterated that the Banji Stop of the World will win the freaking Grammy. Because, like, again, the band had broke out from being just a Nigerian artist. This song in itself was top of the world it was used for um, the african cup of nations yes definitely. it was used for an international setting now imagine that this was submitted for the freaking grammy man and i'm saying freaking because i don't want to cost money <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah man yeah all right i mean it's been like i always say whenever adura is on the podcast i mean he's a star and he has to show that he's a star is our conversation we can keep talking about music from now till tomorrow and we will not even um you know end it but uh we are going to you know draw the curtain here because like i said we can keep going on and on and on and will not come to an end so we are going to do this here if you are listening to this episode right about now from whatever platform you are listening to it you can just drop a comment and mention those you know nigerian song or even those african song because we were always spoken about Nigerian song. We didn't talk about uh, the original Azonto song that came all the way from yeah. Ghana. But yeah, I mean, there are so many other African artists, you know, that we could have mentioned that would have easily won the Grammy too. So yes, for wherever you are right now from, you know, South Africa, Uganda, Kenya, Ethiopia, uh, you know, Angola, Ghana, um, any African country that you are and you're listening to me right about now, you can also drop a comment and tell us those songs that you think were released 10, 15, 20 years ago that if they were released today, you know, they could have gotten a Grammy nomination at least or if not, you know, win uh, the Grammy. So yes, Adora, this is where we'll be ending the podcast. Any final word, you know, for the gang and the nation? All right. Um, for, uh, if, you, if you've noticed, um, Afiz has been calling me a star and I feel like there should be a backstory for that. Definitely. Uh, so, <laughs> star is spelled S-T-A-A-R 
And um, basically, the, the origination of the story is my name is Abiola Dragbemi. So my initials are my nickname, which is AA, right? So I have the podcast called Shaking Tables with AA. So if you if you try to like like put an acronym to it, that is STAA, right? That is STAA. But the R comes in as people that are listening, like to claim ownership, just like say like it, like you are driving, and where always driving is called the driver. So you as you're listening to the podcast, you are the star with the R. So um. Yeah, man, you can check out my podcast. Uh, and not just check out my podcast. We're going to have a sequel to this particular conversation on my podcast. I mean, we have we have the almighty office. I, I, would, <laughs> I, I mean, okay, yeah, we are recording this podcast, but you have to drop something for the boys now. <laughs> so, obviously, when you, you, you go through this podcast, when you're done with this, and you feel like you like the sound of my voice, or you feel like we ha- we're going to be talking about amazing other stuff, you can check out my podcast at Shaking Tables across all platforms. You can check out my Instagram, my, my YouTube, my social media, my TikTok, everywhere. It's adragbemi underscore AA, A D U R A G B E M I E G B E M I underscore AA. And my YouTube is at adragbemi, Abiola Adragbemi. Simple as that. I'm really looking forward to having a conversation with you. Really looking forward to getting your reviews. And um, yeah, man, we're going to put the curtains on this. Catch us on Shaking Tables with AA podcast. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and my amazing members of the Church Tradition, thank you very much for listening to today's episode. Without I have come to the end of another episode of the Chacha Let's Talk Music series on the Chacha Music Review Podcast with yours truly, Afis Tenova, aka your musical plug, creator of the Energy Force. Remember, keep the energy, keep it 100, and keep it positive. Peace out. Give me the cha-cha gang, 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 cha-cha gang,